it would be a really big ask to ask my person, I made this mistake that hurt you, and I feel really bad about it. So could you help me feel better? Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're not at a place where we're ready to go there yet. Welcome to More Than Small Talk. We're Susie Eller, Jennifer Watson, and Holly Gerth, writers and real-life friends. We're inviting you to go deeper, become freer, and feel more connected. So imagine you have a cup of coffee, a mug of tea, or a green smoothie in your hand, and we're all hanging out in your favorite place together. Hey, More Than Small Talk friends, we're excited to be with you this week. We have a special guest who's going to be talking with us about rebuilding trust. So Susie, you know this guest especially well, so tell <laughs> us about them. Yeah, this is uh, my husband, Richard Heller. He is a licensed counselor. He specializes in EFT, which is emotionally focused therapy, and then also play therapy with children. So hey, Hi. <laughs> I'm glad you're here. Really, really glad to be here. Yeah. So one of the things that we wanted to talk about, we're in a trust series, Richard. And, you know, as you and I were talking about this, I started talking about rebuilding trust, which is what we're going to be talking about from the perspective of someone who has been hurt by someone who's broken trust. But as we talked, you begin to share some really powerful ways if you're the one who's broke trust with another human in your life, mm -hmm. how to rebuild trust. And so is this something that that you encounter a lot as you work with people? I, I think that it's it is something I encounter a lot as I work with people, but it's also something that I encounter a lot as I live with people. Okay. <laughs> if we're in relationship, it's not about whether or not we'll ever be hurt. It's about how we repair. Okay. Because in any relationship that goes deep, there will be times that it's hard. Yeah. And we're fully human. Mm -hmm. So we'll make mistakes. Yeah. So when I make that mistake and I break that trust, how I repair is really important. And not just how I repair, but making a conscious decision to do that. Yeah. So what are some of the common ways you see trust broken? Well, in, in my line of work and also in life, with people we're in relationship with, it can be things that don't seem extremely important to things that are extremely important. So it can be, I ask you to be sure and let the cat out. <laughs> and you didn't. <laughs> and the cat spent the whole day in the room and it's bad. <laughs> and, you know, can I even trust you to take care of anything if you can't remember to let the cat out? And that those things happen. It can be from there all the way to a relationship that someone broke trust. Because they weren't faithful yeah, to their partner. And obviously that's going to be really, really hard. It's going to be a long repair. Yeah. 
that will require help. Mm-hmm. But what I thought about talking about today was just in the day-to-day life that we live with our people, how we rebuild trust. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds great. Tell us about that. Yeah. Well, one word that I use often is attunement. Mm-hmm. Okay. I hear that word a lot in our house. <laughs> <laughs> I like that word too. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and so we're going to go with the Richard's definition here yeah. rather than the dictionary. In the Richard definition, attunement is having empathy for the other person and feeling the pain they're feeling and then communicating that you have that empathy that you understand. You feel that, that it makes sense to you that they're feeling the pain that they're feeling and that you communicate that in a way that they understand that you understand. They get it that you get it. Yeah, that takes some work, right? It, It does take some work and it takes some intentionality. Okay. Not necessarily feeling it, because I think oftentimes we sit at that place of, oh my, I hurt them and they're hurting and it makes sense that they're hurting. Now what do I do? Yeah. yeah. And I apologized. But they're still hurting. <laughs> right. Okay. So what comes next? What comes next is after we've said, hey, I made a mistake. I understand that. I'm so sorry. And it makes sense. I mean, I see that you're hurting. It makes sense that you're hurting. It makes sense that you're feeling this. And then... Not to move into fix mode, because that rarely helps, but to move into listen mode and to move into communicating. It makes sense that what I did was wrong and you feel hurt. Yeah. You know, I think I think for most of us, Richard, when we hear the word attunement, for me, the first time I heard it just went over my head. You know, like, what in the world is that? And I think that one of the things that I've learned from you is that attunement is taking a step back to truly see that person in front of you, Mm -hmm. to truly see them, like to shut down all the swirling thoughts you have and all the excuses you want to offer and all the reasons you want them to get it, to simply see them. And there's a scripture I read this week, and and it was David, and it was in the Psalms, and he was crying out, saying, oh, God, oh, God, I am so sorry. And as I read deeper, I saw that he was not just sorry for what he had done. He was sorry for the crisis he had created in other people's lives. That's why he was sorry. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's kind of attunement, you know, there is, is yes, I did wrong. And yes, I feel bad about doing wrong. And yes, I want to beat myself up. Oh, but Lord, (laughs) my actions hurt that person. Mm -hmm. My actions created a crisis in the way they see themselves. And so it was just a step deeper in that reparation process that I hear you saying and, and I don't know if I explained that right, but it's something I'm still learning. Right. And 
it's a journey we're all on. Yeah. That we'll be on from now on. Yeah. Okay. And if we look at attunement, that, that goal of they get it, that I get it. Mm-hmm. And you, you sit in that pain with them. Yeah. You sit in that pain with them rather than try to fix them. Yeah. That does create bond. Yeah. Now, understand there's some things that even when you make this effort that can totally knock it off track. Yeah. Empathy is feeling what that other person feels uh-huh. without ever going to that place of, I know you feel that way, but you really shouldn't. <laughs> I know you worst. feel that way, <laughs> yeah. but it wasn't that bad. Right. Yeah. I mean, I was trying, right. You know, I was trying. So since I was trying, you shouldn't feel so bad. I'm just thinking about, so say we make a mistake and I know that the first initial reaction is often for us to defend ourselves. I would really like to address that. Sure. You know, on how we can be in tune with them instead of in tune with um, defending ourselves and pleading our case to try to make this problem go away. Right. And when we try to defend ourselves, we continue to put a wedge between us and the other person. So I would encourage someone in that place, be mindful of your emotions. Okay. I'm feeling shame. Because I hurt my person and I was in a place that wasn't good right then. So it kind of makes sense to me that I did. Okay. Slow down just a little bit. Even as, as we're dealing with ourselves, and say right now, I'll acknowledge that I'm hurting and my partner's hurting. My person is hurting. And if I'm going to attune with them and I did the hurting right now, it's not about me. It's about them. And I want to communicate that attunement well enough that they understand that it is about them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that repair with me because I made a mistake. That's a little bit different process. Yeah. It would be a really big ask. To ask my person. That's me. My love. <laughs> to say, I made this mistake that hurt you and I feel really bad about it. So could you help me feel better? Yes. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're not at a place where we're ready to go there yet. Yeah. So what was that loud? Yeah. About Jennifer. <laughs> Because I do think that, well, you know, we're all human and we all have feelings, but some people are more prone to get their feelings hurt. Right. And so when people are really sensitive, they really have a tendency to really want the other person to not hurt as bad. Mm -hmm. But we need to allow everyone to feel their feelings without saying, yeah, I feel really bad and I'm beating myself up. Could you just make me feel better about the mistake I made while you're hurting like this pause? <laughs> and, and I don't think that that's an effective way. I feel like that really breaks down the mending and healing process mm-hmm. when we do make it about ourselves. Right. Right. And that kind of segues into another thing that 
I wanted to talk about is if I'm the one, and we're starting from this premise, I'm the one that broke the trust. Yeah. Okay. Whether intentional or with the best intentions, I caused the pain. And I want to own that. And there's so many ways that I can try to avoid so I don't feel that pain that I have of hurting yeah. my loved one. And one of the ways that we do that to, to avoid our pain is to throw it back on them. And sometimes we even do that in a biblical way. Oh, man, let's go there. <laughs> when, we, when we say, okay, I know what the Bible says. The Bible says to forgive. I've asked for forgiveness twice <laughs> already. <laughs> so it's on you now. I mean, if you're going to follow God, you need to forgive me. Let's and stay on this path. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes there's such a big step between forgiving and healing. Right. Mm. That hurting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And your loved one may very well be saying, I forgive you. And that be honest as honest can be. But that doesn't mean they're not still hurting. Right. Mm. They're still hurting a lot because of what right. I did. Right. So I'm not going to say, okay, we've forgiven now. You've forgiven me. You know, we're all good. Yeah. That's not attunement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And but, I think demanding forgiveness is not biblical yeah. at all. Right. You know, forgiveness is something that is a, a deep work and there's not a timeline on it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a process. And I, and I really do think that it doesn't just happen once. I think that when we've been deeply hurt, there's a repetitive forgiveness, right? Because when that's the so triggers good. happen, um, we're going to have to forgive again because that's normal. Things are going to surface and we're not over it. Um, so I don't think it's just, I forgive you. And then that takes care of everything that we are feeling. It just means I'm going to forgive you in this moment. And I'm going to probably have to do that later on down the road, you know, as something happens or if I feel hurt or yeah. You know, so I think that giving people room to um, start that process and let it look however it looks yeah. is yeah. really important. And you're taking this deeper than words, right? It, I mean, because I can callously throw out, I'm sorry. You know, have you ever mm-hmm. heard like a child mm-hmm. and you say to the other one, say you're sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry. You know, it, it can be just words. Mm-hmm. I think that when you talk about repair, which is what you're saying, is that repair is so much more than saying, I forgive you. Mm -hmm. It is. It's so much more than saying, I forgive you. Because as, as Jennifer said, we can forgive and it, the, the wound will be poked again. Yeah. Okay. And then we forgive again. Yeah. Do we do that in 30 seconds? Do we do that in one day? That's kind of depends on our pain. Yeah. But if I'm the one that broke the trust. Yeah. Then I want to be the one that makes the effort to attune and have that empathy each time. Yeah. To say, okay, I see that what I did has come up again. Yeah. 
and it's hurting again. And that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you hurt bad. So when this happened, it reminded you of that thing that I did six months ago. Yeah. And that's okay. I'm here with you. I'm so sorry I did that then. And it makes sense that because this circumstance come up, you're hurting again. Yeah. And I'm here with you. And it makes sense that you're hurting. Yeah. I'm picturing it kind of like if someone burned your house down Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then they're like, will you forgive me? And you're like, yes. And then they say, okay, let's move back in. Like, you know, there's, you still have to rebuild the house. Yeah. Right. Like it's not an immediate, and no matter how forgiving that person wants to be, you need to be able to rebuild the house and be willing to do the work to rebuild the house. Yeah. Yeah. And I would really like to, you know, cause we say, I'm sorry, but I would love for us to give people examples of how that, how to put that apology to action, because I know that sometimes words don't have a lot of meaning when we're hurt. So how can people really show that? I know you've talked about listening and being in there with them in the pain. And yeah. And this, this goes along, I think, Jennifer, with what Susie said about it being more than words mm-hmm. is action in that. You know, we, we, I use that silly story about the cat and it makes sense that I left without checking the cat. So that hurt again, but that's, that's a silly story. So if we go a little bit deeper, you know, I broke your trust when you told me something and asked me not to share it. And I did. Yeah. And I shared it with this person and they came back to you. And that broke, you know, that broke our, our trust. And now six months later, you see me talking to that person. It makes sense that it would make you really anxious. Yeah. That I might do it again. And it might even make you angry that you remember what I did and it might make it really hard for you to tell me something so deep again, because I wasn't trustworthy. I understand that. So let's move at your pace, not mine. Yeah. And I will be transparent with what that person and I talked about. Yeah. Okay. That's very practical. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's really practical. Well, do you guys have any more questions for this lovely guest of ours? It's been really helpful, Richard. (laughs) Thank you. So much wisdom. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what I want to say is just that I I feel like that there are times when we are the one who who has broken trust or we're the one on the other side of that to be able to sit on the other side of somebody who, like Richard, some licensed godly counselor, um, it's a really great tool to help us work through these hard things. And so thank you for what you do. Okay. And if, if I could add one more thing, absolutely, because that's, that's kind of what I do, <laughs> is to understand with this attunement, when you have that empathy and you share that and they share it back, okay, I get it that you get it. 
and you reach that place, understand that sacred space. Mm, okay. So okay. Because you're, you're really at somebody's vulnerability then. Yeah. That sacred space, treat it like that. Yeah. Okay. Honor that. I just feel like, like I want to end this in prayer for yeah. someone who maybe is in that place. Sure. Um, and I don't know why I'm teary, but I am. But I know that there's someone who's listening to this that you've broken trust and you thought there's no way to repair. Um, I just pray that God just touches your heart right where you're at, that there's hope for healing in your own heart and hope for growth and hope for connection with God as you walk this path and reach out for the help that you need because you're worth it and the relationship that you have is worth it. Um, so that's that's my prayer for you today. And we hope, Polly, Jennifer, and I, we would love to see you over at our Facebook group, More Than Small Talk, where we take these things just a little bit deeper, and we love to hang out with you there. Thanks, Richard, for being with us today. You bet. Thank you for having me. And that's it for today's episode. Thanks for going deeper, becoming freer, and connecting with us. More Than Small Talk is a part of the KLRC Podcast Network and is produced by Kara Culver. Show notes and resources are available on the More Than Small Talk page on klrc.com. You can also join us in our Facebook group. Subscribe to More Than Small Talk on your favorite app so you won't ever miss an episode.